Hi guys. Hi, guys. Hi Hub Community Church. I uh, hope you guys are doing well. A uh, huge thank you to Andy for asking myself and Danny just to come and share a few thoughts with you this morning, which we're looking forward to doing. Yeah, we so loved spending some time with you a few months ago yeah, when we came and, and saw you as a church. Yeah. We just we were just so blessed, weren't we? Yeah, and we were. It was just lovely seeing some of you after the service as well and being able to pray with you and, and talk with you. Um, yeah, so it was just a real blessing. So thank you guys. And Andy invited us back, which is always a positive thing. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully it went okay. Um, so yeah, it's great for us just to be able to share a few more thoughts with you, especially during this interesting time of lockdown. Um, yeah. where everything is different, uh, what we would normally perceive as normal is no longer normal. Um, right now we're just in a, in a time, in strange times, I think I've, I've lost count how many times people have said these are strange times, <laughs> and they are strange times. We're just on our fourth month of fourth church month. online yeah. on Sunday, and we never thought it was going to last that long, but no. here we are. <laughs> <laughs> here we are. And uh, but you know what? This is the thing with with God. God uses what the enemy terms for harm; he uses for good. Mm -hmm. And actually, I believe as as church has moved into this new yeah. way of doing things, new way of operating, that actually God's used it just to reach out to to other mm -hmm. people. I've always been a big believer that church um, needs to have its walls knocked down. I don't mean that mm. literally, but metaphorically right. speaking. <laughs> um, I thought metaphorically speaking. Um, I think what God's done is quite literal, actually. He's mm. kind of taken church outside of the walls of, mm. of traditional buildings, traditional ways of doing things, um, and he's released his church into the world mm. through digital media, through all the things that we're doing at the moment. And Actually, I've just seen a whole load more people beginning to engage with church that yeah. I would never have thought, would, would never have had the, the courage to come into mm. a building, um, but they're quite happy in, their own, in the comfort of their own homes to log into a service and, and check out what's happening. And my belief is that um, God's going to do and is doing some amazing things um, in people's lives. And maybe you're listening to this today and um, you don't normally go to the Hub Church, but you've just kind of just tuned in. And I want you to know that that, that God knows you, he loves you, he has a purpose for you. Mm -hmm. um, and I would encourage you in this time just to continue to explore who Jesus is, mm -hmm. continue to explore who God is. And I know Alpha Series and there's lots of other things the Hub Church is doing. Um, just get involved in those things. I just mm -hmm. think uh, this is a great time for you just to discover a little bit more of, of who God is. Mm -hmm. But I'd say one of the things that most difficult things um, for church and for us as individuals during this time has just been the whole letting go now i know as soon as i say letting go a lot of you have got a very irritating song that is resonating around your heads <laughs> right now especially if home. you have children so <laughs> let that go yeah whatever you do um but i think there is a whole letting go that that needs to take place mm -hmm. in our lives and we've had to let things go our, mm -hmm. the norm the normal life of, of what used to be several months ago um, how we used to live um, it's not normal anymore they are strange times and uh, as we go through the strange times we just need to be a people that are able to let things go but what I've found is as we let go in God God gives us other things to pick up um, and that letting go actually can be incredibly freeing um, but the question often is do we find our identity in the things that we've taken hold of or are we in a position to be able to say, you know what, God, my identity isn't in my job. It isn't in my finances. It isn't in relationships. It isn't in all of these things. All of these things are good. 
But my identity isn't in all of these things. My identity is in you. It's in my relationship with you. Jesus talks this incredible parable um, that, that's recorded in the Bible of, of the prodigal son. Um, one of the prodigal sons is the older son. And, uh, and I'm a strong believer that actually he's probably the prodigal son, actually. Because the younger son, even though he goes off and he does crazy things and, and uh, you know, bad things take place in his life. And, and the Bible says that in the end, um, he's, it says he takes half the wealth or the wealth that was due to him. I think it was a third um, according to those times. He went and he spent it all on lavish living, wasted, squandered it and ends up in a pig's pen. And in that pig's pen, he thinks, maybe I'll go back to my dad. And if I go back to my dad, um, I'll say to him, look, I'm not worthy to be a son. But hey, even if you can take me on as a servant, I'll be happy with that. Because at least I won't be in a pig's pen. At least I'll be getting food. Um, and so he goes back to his dad. And, and the story goes that, that his dad sees him from a way off, runs to him, hugs him, puts a cloak around his shoulder, sandals for his feet, a ring on his finger. Um, restores him, basically, to sonhood. Um, he goes back, but then the older son is in this position where the older son is there going, hold on a second, um, the younger son's come back and there's a big party going on. I've stayed here, I've worked my backside off, if you like, and, and done all the things that I should do, I think I should do, um, and yet there's no party for me. So he comes and, he, and he's knocking on the door and, and he has this altercation with his dad. He says, Dad, this kid's gone, he's spent all your money, he's ruined and wasted everything. He comes back and you're so happy you're having a party. When do you ever have a party for me? When did you kill the fatted calf was the saying that he used. Well, the fatted calf, which, which they fattened for great occasions, is killed and, and spent on the young son. What about me? I've been slaving in the field. I think that's an interesting word he uses. Mm. I've been slaving in the field. The problem is that actually he was the prodigal son. He was the son that had let go of his sonship and had become a slave. Um, and the father says this to me, son, you don't get it. Everything I have is yours. You could have had a party any time you wanted to, but you decided you didn't want to have a party because you were slaving in the field. In order for the son to come into a relationship with his dad, he had to let go of being a slave, if you like. Let go of that work mentality that says, I must work, I must earn, I must prove. Um, all of those things can affect you so much when it comes to your relationship with God. The son didn't have to prove anything. He was born as the son. He didn't earn it. It was given out of grace. And, and our relationship with God is very much the same. It isn't what we do. It isn't what we put our hands to. It isn't no matter how great it may be. God doesn't look at you and judge you on your successes or your failures. He judges you because you're his kid. And you have a relationship with him. And actually by letting go of that mentality of, of work, that mentality of slaving, that mentality of having to do this and do that, is the moment we realise that we become his kids. Paul says this in Romans 8, that we're adopted into his family. That we're inheritance, our inheritance, we're co-inheritors with Christ. I just think that's an incredible thing. We're co-inheritors with Christ. And that's God's mentality for you. You don't have to work. You don't have to earn. You don't have to do, do, do. You can let go of that because actually there's something more powerful that God's got for you. And that is a relationship with him where you're his kid. I believe many of us don't take hold of a lot of things that are, that are there that we are as part of our inheritance because we don't see ourselves as a kid. We see ourselves as a slave. We don't see ourselves as his child. 
we see ourselves as his worker. We're working the fields. We're doing this. We're doing that. I believe one of the great things that God has done during this time is he's leveled it all and said, look, there ain't no fields to work. Okay, you stay at home. I'm not even letting you out of the house. <laughs> you stay at home yeah. and me and you, we're going to build this relationship. When you go out again, you won't go out as a worker. You'll go out as a child of God. Yeah. Um, and I just believe God's taking stuff away. But in order to make the most of that, there has to be a, a letting go. Mm. A letting go. Okay, uh, I won't find my identity in that anymore. And I think that's where the shaking's taking place. Is our identity isn't in what we have, isn't in what we do. Mm. I think God's turning that around and saying, actually, your identity is in who you are and who I am with you. And I would encourage you to say, Dan's just going to share a few things as well. But at this stage, just to encourage you, you know, let go. Let go. Let go of some of the things that you might have looked at. Let go of some of the things you might have done. Let go of some of the things that the, the mentalities you might have had. And just allow God to say, hey, why don't you just come and be my kid again? I believe that's what he's already doing. But when we walk out, when you walk out as a child, you realise that everything that God has is for you. Your dreams that you can dream, the, the, the things that you can expect in God, the, the careers that you want to have in God, the, the, the family, the relationships, whatever it is, whatever the thing is that you're saying, God, why can't I get it? Maybe if, if I work harder, you'll bring it into my life. Maybe if I, if I don't do this and I do do this, you'll bring it into my life. It's getting rid of all of that and just saying, you know what, I'm your kid. Therefore, as your child, I have a natural inheritance in what you wanted to produce and bring into my life. Mm. Yeah, totally. And, you know, God wants to take us from glory to glory, yeah. the Bible says, that it is an onwards um, and upward journey in God for our good. And yeah. um, he wants to do you good, the Bible says. He wants yeah. to benefit you. He wants to bless you. He wants to cause you to flourish and thrive. Um, he, he doesn't want us as his people, as his kids, to just exist. And, and just to try and get through the day. No, he wants to cause us to break through those ceilings that we've often put on ourselves, don't yeah. we? We limit ourselves saying, oh, I can't do that and I can't do this. And, oh, but what if this happens and what if that happens? God wants it to enable us, to empower us, to break through yeah. those glass ceilings, if you like, that we put over our lives because he, he wants us to grow and, and grab hold of every opportunity, of every exciting plan and purpose that he has mm. for our lives. So we, we, you know, he encourages us to do that. And as Tim was saying, a lot of it is based on our identity, recognizing yeah. who we are in God, just who mm. we are. We've just been speaking about that um, to, to our church very recently. And yeah. um, I think our identity, knowing who we are, we are royalty um, in God. Um, and we were talking recently about how God desires us to go from the pigsty, mm. like the prodigal son, to the palace. Mm. And often that journey from the pigsty to the palace um, can be a hard journey because of our own limitations on our lives and our mentality and our um, belief, our self-belief in us, our confidence. But as we begin to take that transition of, of beginning to think the way God wants us to think, and, and behave in the way that God wants us to behave, we suddenly begin to transform our minds and our way of thinking, don't we? Um, from the pigsty mentality to the palace mentality yeah. as, as royalty, as kids of God. Um, there's a couple of scriptures I want to read out this morning. 
uh, to you guys. Well, it's one scripture, but two different translations. But I just want to read both of them out because they're really, really good and really powerful. Um, uh, it's Romans 12, 2. Um, and this, the first one is the Amplified Version. It says this, And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed, progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly value, values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Yeah. Talking about mentality, changing the way we think, starting with our identity, mm. who you think you are in God. As you look in the mirror <clears throat> of a morning, say to yourself, I am a child of God. I am a blood-bought child of God. Yeah. I am royalty. It, this is not to mm. big yourself up and, and, oh, look at me, I'm the big I am. No, this is an inner belief of who you are. And it is being not raising up being confident in your own um, abilities, but in God's abilities, mm. in his strength, in his power. Um, never, ever down yourself when i hear people say oh i can't do this oh i'm rubbish at that i just you know as we've been raising our kids over the last 20 odd years um if any of them have, have said oh i'm rubbish at that i'm rubbish at that i've always turned it around saying yeah but you are really strong in this and mm. this is your um natural ability and god's given you this gift to do that just encouraging yeah. that um self-belief that god has gifted them with incredible things within their lives the same for each one of you. And mm. um, Romans twelve, uh, Romans twelve two again. This is the Passion Translation. I've really got into the Passion Translation. I love it. Um, it's just a really easy way of understanding the word. It says this: Stop imitating the ideals and opinions um, of the culture around you, but inwardly um, transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. You know, as we were just talking earlier, God really desires to cause us to grow and take hold of every opportunity. Wouldn't it be so sad if we get to the end of our lives and think, oh, okay, and, and God begins to show us everything that he had planned for us. And, and we only took up like a limited percentage of everything that he had for us. And um, it would just be really sad. And I just want to encourage you, we both want to encourage you, go for it in God. Take hold of those incredible things. Tim was talking about letting go. Mm. But there's a taking hold after the letting go, isn't there, mm. of all the things that God wants us to do in him. Um, I remember looking back uh, a few years now, this is before um, we'd moved to Guildford, so we were living in Southampton, and God just um, brought this incredible opportunity into our lives to move to Guildford. Um, and take hold of uh, take on this church and pastor this church and our children were quite young at the time they were in primary school and it was a difficult decision to make because it wasn't just our decision we had to up upheave the whole family and, and relocate um, and I remember one particular time I dropped the children off at school and I had all these things rushing through my mind we've got to do this we've got to do that and you know, in the move of, of we decided we were going to go and <clears throat> there was all these things rushing around and I was feeling completely overwhelmed and I remember driving in the car and I just was feeling anxious and oh my gosh, how is it all going to work out? 
and God just told me to pull over so I just pulled over and he just gave me this picture of this rushing river and it was it was flowing really really fast um, in the current and the picture was of me holding on at the riverbank to the roots on the riverbank um, being and, and this um, river rushing past me and I was being buffeted by the river and I was holding on for dear life and 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 God in that moment just said literally two words to me let go mm. let go and in that moment I was like yeah what am I holding on for and and I just had this overwhelming sense that God was saying just let go and allow the river allow my rushing river to take you mm. and to carry you and in that moment I just let go and it was the best feeling in my life. Suddenly the anxiety went, suddenly the, the feeling of being overwhelmed went, mm -hmm. and there I was just flowing in his current. And I just believe God may be wanting to say that to some of you guys today. Just let go and go mm -hmm. with his flow. And it was the easiest thing. That river just carried me. Everything else came into place. And um, before we knew it, we were up in Guildford and pastoring this incredible church up there, having an amazing time. And mm. had I not let go <laughs> and carried on holding to that riverbank, I would have probably missed out on that opportunity that God had for us to see incredible things happen and, and um, all that he was able to do for us up there, yeah. um, which was amazing. I also remember another quick point before we finish. Um, when we were leaving the house, um, and all the, the removals vans were packed up and ready to go. And I remember leaving my home. Now, this was a home, it was like my dream home. Um, and I'd always dreamt of living in a house like this and we had to let it all go, ready to go to, to Guildford. And we weren't able to buy up in Guildford, so we had to rent. And it was just like a real wrench of my heart. I'm leaving my dream home to go and rent this house in Guildford, the place that we don't know. And I remember feeling sad as I was driving down the road and crying. And God just said to me and whispered in my ear, Dan, do you not know wherever I am, wherever you are in me, that's your home? Mm. And again, that sense of relief, I'm going to let it go, God. I'm just going to let it go. Mm. Um, it's yours. And again, that overwhelming sense of relief and peace came over me as I just said, yeah, it, it, God, it's yours and I'm yours. Mm. And I trust you completely right. in this season. And... Uh, yeah. Cutting a very long story short, we were there for seven years. It was incredible, but God brought us back to this home, yeah. to my dream home, <laughs> eventually after um, incredible time. But it, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. But it's not easy, is it? No. It's not easy to let stuff go, especially when mm. you've been holding on so tightly to things. Mm. Um, and we see that with finances, and we see that with relationships, and we see that with jobs. And God comes and says, "Look, would you?" Would you just let go? And for Dan, it was it was, and for us, I, I totally related to it when she when she explained it to me. We we hold on to the roots, the metaphoric roots in our lives, don't we? We we hold on because that's where we've got our history. That's where we've got our identity. That's where we we you know we find our safety and our security. Um, but those are the very things that tire you out when you're holding on to something. It, it's tiring to hold on to it. And you can only hold on to it for so long. But the moment you let go and say, God, I'm going with your flow. Wherever you take me, whatever you do, I don't have to know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't have to know what's going to happen around a bend of the river. Yeah. If, if we're looking at Dan's metaphor there, I don't have to worry about all of that because I trust you. And even though the circumstances may look a certain way, even though the media may be portraying things a certain way, I don't have to worry about all of that. 
because I trust you. Mm. And actually what happens then is you begin to get excited about what the future's gonna bring rather than worried about what the future's gonna bring because you know you can trust God. Mm -hmm. So you're like, God, I, I don't know what's gonna happen next, but man, I bet it's gonna be great, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you've got in store for me next. This is a, a new day, I'm having to let go of, of this stuff, but man, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about the future. I'm excited about what's going to happen next because I know you're in control. And that's the great thing that we can have. If you are somebody watching today and you have never been in that place, maybe you're holding on to lots of different things. Maybe you're feeling that anxiousness, that worry of what tomorrow's going to bring. I want you to know there is a God that loves you, that, that wants to adopt you into his family so that you can be his kid and he can look after you, that you don't have to worry about your future but that he has planned and pre-planned and predestined every single day of your life. Um, and he loves you so much, he sent Jesus. Jesus loves you so much. He went on the cross to die for you. The reason he died wasn't because he was just a good man being put to death by bad people. That's not what it was about. He died so that he could pay the price for your sin and your wrongdoing and your hurts and all your past mm. so that your past can be dealt with and taken care of and you can have a new future in him. It's the most incredible gift anyone could ever give. Paul says this when he, when he came into this, this revelation. He said, the past is gone. All things have gone. Everything now is new. Mm. Um, and that's what you can have in God. I'm going to say a prayer. If that's you, I'm going to say a prayer. You know what, guys? I'm going to pray for you as well if you're in that place where God's just saying to you, let it go. Don't worry. Let it go. I've got you. Be excited about the future. Don't be anxious. I want to pray for you guys as well, and then we'll call it. Um, we'll, we'll let you guys go. So, Father God, I just pray right now, Lord. Father, firstly, I pray for people that know you, that have a relationship with you, that just need to let some stuff go. Father, I pray as they release things, um, as Dan said, you will put new things in their hands. Father, for those that are going through new scenarios, Father, in, in many ways during this time, we're all in new scenarios. But Father God, I pray there won't be anxiousness, but rather there'd be excitement for the future. Father, we trust you and we love you in Jesus' name. And Father, for those that are looking at this broadcast, maybe for the first time or just exploring you a little bit more, Father God, I thank you that you love them. You love the people. You love all of us, Lord. Mm -hmm. And that, Father God, you came and you sent Jesus. And Jesus died on the cross for each person out there. And you know what, uh, Father, I thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. You know what, just as every head's bowed and every eye's closed, just for a few minutes longer, if that's you today, if you're there going, you know what, I need that. I need what's being talked about today. Then I'm going to say a prayer. And I want you to say this prayer with all your heart. Okay. Dear Lord, I pray today that you would come into my life. Forgive my sin. Forgive me if when I've got it wrong in the past. Today I take hold of everything that Jesus has done for me on the cross and I give my life to you from this moment onwards. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, if, if this is the first time you said, you know what, I'm going to go for this, then um, please get in touch with the guys at the Hub Church or there's a whole Alpha film series that's out there. Just just go and just explore a little bit more. Find out exactly what God's done um, for you because I tell you something, you're about to embark on an incredible adventure in him. 
Um, guys, bless you. It's been great just to share for a few minutes some of our hearts. And uh, just pray you continue to thrive as a church, move forward as a church. Um, you've got a great pastor with Andy yeah. at the helm. And uh, we're just believing some incredible things for you guys. Mm -hmm. So take care. Bless you. Bless you guys. Bye. Bye.